0: Yo, this is a very special intro uh, to this episode because uh, all three of us, me, Tati, Kevin, had reasons why we couldn't record this week. Uh, I'll be honest, uh, mine was a little bit hangover based. Um, but uh wanted to give you guys a little sample of the uh, Watch Along for Big Trouble Little China and also, just I just had a few things that I was like, I probably should like just <laughs> do these, get these out of the way, news things um quickly, just so also there's something original in this uh free feed. so, um, I think the two little news ass things I wanted to talk about, one is uh obviously the endless drum I have uh for. The worst Asian American people in the world. Um, this time, this fuckface, John Wang, is basically suing, uh, it, claiming that he's been hurt by affirmative action and that Asian people are hurt by affirmative action, which is false. There's a particularly hilarious bit because he says he was rejected from UC Berkeley um, because of the fact that uh, he's Asian. And You know, beyond the fact that UC Berkeley actually does not have any kind of uh, race-based affirmative action, Berkeley is also one of the most Asian schools uh, in America. So they are certainly letting Asian people in. There's a pretty strong argument. They are letting uh, too many Asian people in, and the students there are being cheated of a diverse experience. But, uh, yeah, mostly just fuck this guy. Um, They've basically the, uh, you know, right-wing... Assholes, um, in this instance, have moved their strategy. Initially, they used white women uh, as uh, who are the main beneficiaries of affirmative action. And yeah, they've found this fuckhead. Uh, again, John Wang, fuck him. Uh, I don't know, I guess if you ever have the chance, make sure to never hire him for anything. Never let him do anything if, you're, if you are around him. Uh, especially Asian people, let him know you're, he is not part of the fucking community. He's a fucking scumbag piece of shit. Possible pawn. I guess he's an 18-year-old kid, but still. I mean, it takes some real fucking nerve to to uh, sign yourself up for this and be elect to be the face of this. So whoever is supporting him in this, I guess it's probably his parents. Um, fuck them too. And then the other thing I wanted to just do is... Uh, one voicemail, um, just because the freshness on this is only going to get worse. Um, but, you know, as everyone is well aware, we, uh, in our recording schedule and not looking at the calendar and in our, eh, I, I won't even say our, in in my inability to plan, <laughs> um, we miss doing anything specific for Juneteenth, which we've done in previous years. So I actually had a voicemail and then um, something uh, to... Share, I guess, sort of share. So yeah, let's just play the voicemail first and then yeah.
1: Hi, full disclosure, I'm one of those spazzy weirdos that you guys were talking about a few weeks ago. I am an older millennial looking for instruction. So do with that information what you will. I was just wondering as a white, if there is something that I'm supposed to be doing for Juneteenth, I have enough sense to know that I don't need to be, like, hosting a barbecue or anything like that, but I don't have enough sense to know if there's something else that I should be doing instead. I feel like Andrew would tell me to ask black people that I know, but I also feel like Tony would tell me not to bother black people with my ignorance. So I am asking you guys if you have any thoughts or feelings about the matter. Love you, bye.
0: Uh, thank you. I will just say right off the top, uh, I, th- I feel mischaracterized because I wouldn't say, ask Black people. What I would say is, you should already have enough Black people in your life that this is a piece of information that you know. So, uh, or, or that, you know, that you are not bothering people because there is, uh, you know, fluency uh, in your relationships as it is. However, um, in the interest of, I guess, being somewhat fucking helpful on some level, I don't. I think I've mentioned this before, um, but um, one of the TV shows I wrote on was a show called mixed and uh, our show creator and showrunner um, was a guy named Peter Saji, uh, although if it's this time of year, he is known affectionately as hashtag Mr. Juneteenth uh, because one of the things he did previously in his career was write the Blackish episode that uh, I think is fair to say brought um, Juneteenth into the national prominence. Um, again, it's probably on some level fucked up that um, this had to be brought to people's attention so late in celebration or in the history of the United States, I guess. Um, But um, yeah, so, you know, after that episode came out, that was the episode after which um, it came to the attention of um, people like the higher ups of Apple. And then the uh, holiday was added to the Apple calendar. And that sort of, um, you know, I think pretty reasonably started the ball rolling towards this, what should have been a national holiday being a national holiday. <laughs> um, so I was able to uh, reach out to uh, Saji, uh, again, Mr. Juneteenth, um, just about like, besides watching uh, that episode of Blackish, which, uh, you know, I, it's not obviously a piece of scholarly work, but as far as like explaining what, uh, you know, the meaning of the holiday is and people's opinions on it. I think it honestly does a really good job, honestly. I, who am I to judge? But uh, it does a great job, and and I think that probably gets to approximately the level of what um, people uh, listening to this podcast uh, maybe would be. Maybe it's a little elementary. I don't know. But um, I, I texted Saji and just asked if there was anything else he wanted to say um, or just things to, to, for to keep in mind. And... Um, You know, he pointed out uh, an easy thing, obviously, is to support black businesses, um, traditionally barbecue and red foods, but also like keeping an idea of like some element of service. I know that it's a a federal holiday, so people are just going to treat it like spring break, which I get it, but this really is like... You know, celebrating the end of slavery in America. Uh yeah, I'll just quote Saji actually. So this the holiday is about celebrating the end of slavery in America. Maybe research how it wasn't that long ago and how America has had slavery for longer than it hasn't. Uh yeah. And then he goes on to say in this uh in our text exchange, uh, really talking about how reflection is truly the best thing. Uh, you know, we live in a time when we it, ideally, you want to get past this idea that, you know, just like slavery equals bad. You know, there are, everyone understands that Nazis and Hitler were wrong. Uh, that's a quote from Saudi Sorry, I'm kind of butchering this. So really, like, I think the thing he wanted me to mention is like, just consider the kind of widespread PTSD that's spread by slavery and how everyone in America benefited. He brings up, there's a town called Lowell, Massachusetts that are just textile towns, but like, textiles are from cotton uh so even though the quote like we didn't own slaves thing we all america truly continues to benefit off the the back of um this terrible fucking institution and i think that was like yeah really well put which is like this is like a thing that is a big 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 part of our history and you know some element of both like joy and solemnity but especially if you're like not black um there there is i think like doing something for the community um for black folks is real and something that i really think um should be done but yeah you know that includes things like uh supporting black businesses And yeah, things of that nature. Also, just if you're in a place with a a decent Black population, there will be very likely some sort of like public celebration, those that are worth supporting and going to as well. Um, Yeah. Anyway, just wanted to uh, just, you know, credit to Mr. Juneteenth. Uh, Thanks, Saji. And what else? Um, So yeah, we are just, we're going to give you guys a little bit of... um, this episode of the watch-along of Big Trouble in Little China um, really all spurred because of enemy of this show, Jessica Gao, coming on. And then, dear friend now, well, always, but dear friend of the show, David Callaham who I guess most recently you would would probably know from um, having written Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which uh, you can see now, uh, I imagine, in theaters. But yeah, he is also a huge fan of Big Trouble Little China. We also have uh, Truck Torrance, who is our token white guy who was allowed to be there. Uh, former producer Zig was there in body, technically spirit, not, they're in body, not in spirit, I guess would be the best way to say it. You'll hear him a little bit. Um And yeah, we we get to watch, uh we watch uh Big Trouble Little China. Also, if you are a fan of your boy Andrew getting dogged on, this is going to be a real treat for you as well. So I was going to do an outro, but I, now as I'm talking, I'm realizing why wait for people to listen to the end? I'll just do it now. Um Thank you for... Uh, listening. If you like what you're about to hear, um, you can get the whole thing at suboptimalpods.com. That's our premium site where you can subscribe. Thank you for this voicemail and all your voicemails. 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Enjoy.
1: This is Suboptimal.
0: Okay, we are rolling. This is starting. This is the promised uh, follow-up to... Uh, Judge Tawny's Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, I
1: presented it. It's Judge Tawny's.
0: Wow. Thank you. Don't you think? I don't think. I think Judge Tawny is the only character that matters here. I
1: am just a passive participant at this night of Asian excellence. Thank you so much for inviting me to uh, the sequel to the Gold Gala.
0: Um, yes. This is the real Gold Gala. Yeah. Um, it feels golden. We are watching as possibly promised yeah it was promised do it promised uh big trouble in little china mm-hmm. with um i'm now i i just occurred to me i was like do i just go left to right yeah you- or no i'll I'll go i'll go um judge tawny is here i am here hello my name is still andrew yep um original uh judge tawny litigant jessica gao hello is hosting enemy of the show enemy enemy of, our of, hearts. The show, <laughs> enemy of just honestly everything yeah um, find
1: someone she's a friend to i dare you
0: that's true except for uh and uh admiral whiskers is here off mike this is this is this harkens back to the old days we have more people than mikes yeah uh, more people and admirals than mikes um and then also after judge tawny dropped initially uh our friend dave callaham um texted me and i believe that i'm not gonna look it up but my mind's eye paraphrases, what the fuck? You talked about
2: Big Trouble and Little China without me. That sounds right.
1: Welcome, Dave. Why Thank were you, you so mad?
2: I don't remember. You, I, no, I don't have any memory of this. Is you, it because you love I, this movie? I, I believe in my heart that I am the only person that should ever talk about this movie. Wow. It is It is so important to me. It's so uh, awesome. You know, I truly, I was like, no what,
0: uh, number one, I couldn't believe that you even saw that any of this happened.
3: I, yeah, truly the biggest reveal is that Dave listens to the podcast. <laughs> I have a
2: I, I listen to your podcast. Please I love stop. your podcast oh, and I also have a policy when my friends are on random podcasts, mm. I search for them so when Jessica's wow. doing press, I listen to everything that she's on because I'm a very supportive friend. Wow. Damn. This
3: so, was just Oh a my nice goodness. What well, you know, the nicest thing about this com- this compliment is you calling this podcast a random podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Okay,
1: I <laughs> uh, will take it. Honestly, this if is, we're like, a yeah. random podcast, we have a better chance of like you know being featured, getting yeah. Ads as and stuff.
0: as yo is this racist? We are a sort of thumbs down from uh, most uh, of disliked. the communities. So uh-huh. random is actually pretty good for us.
3: Wait, are we on yo is this racist or yo can we live? Oh, that that is question. a wonderful, what a beautiful question, right? question you just. This post.
0: is um. What is this? A suboptimal
3: Exclusive.
0: bundle. Exclusive. Exclusive. But yeah, this is so we are going to attempt. Oh, and also, also Cody wow. Ziegler is here. What's Zieg. up, Cody? We <laughs>
4: Cody I'm here, but I'm a passive participant.
0: Cody we didn't, we didn't, we didn't bring enough mics. <laughs> Ziegler is here. Um I also, he was just my ride from dinner. So <laughs> Yeah. This is this is working out great. And then of course our special guest of honor, um, Jessica's husband, Truck Torrance, who is 100 soft is that what it's called 100 percent
4: soft yeah Yeah, that's it
0: wonderful uh that was truck's voice we are giving nice voice truck um (laughs) we're gonna give truck every 15 minutes of this movie we're giving him um one white minute.
4: minute one hot white minute
0: he's gonna get to weigh in
4: yeah and you're gonna get it all
0: Okay, so that's Truck's voice. Uh you don't have to remember it because it feels like we're gonna be extremely annoying about how the white minute is starting, but so you'll
2: know. But Truck Are thank, we you. Choosing, thank you Chuggy for being here. Do we choose when Truck gets his one white minute or does he get to raise his hand when something really important to the white community comes up?
0: I was gonna set Ooh. a fifteen minute timer, but we're okay, I'm cool. happy to does anyone care, touch Tawny? I
1: I like a timer. A timer okay. feels awkward and like it's going to interrupt the flow of things. Yeah.
2: I like that. Yeah, and okay. he
3: has to contribute one full minute once yep. the timer is I'm
2: up. already just doing the math in my head of what scenes we're going to hit. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, yes. Oh my okay, God. right. So then uh, uh, We should get started because this is going to be a long one anyway. But Callaham, can you give us the briefest? What is your history with this movie? Because you, you love this movie more love than this any movie. human being I've ever met.
2: Uh, I saw this movie in the theater in 1986 when it came out. It was not a successful movie theatrically and took on a life over the course of the last 40 years. But when I saw it, I saw it on vacation with my family. My family did not uh, take me to the movies. My family did not value Western culture much. Still don't. So True. That's very true. So on vacation, we would get to see one movie every year. And my (laughs) mom, who is the Chinese side of me, uh-huh. took me and my brother to see this movie, and it blew my brains out because it was the first time I ever saw a movie where all the Asian people were doing all the cool shit. Hmm. And it, this is, if you want to get real weird, after I saw this movie, we didn't have cable, but we had an old cable box where uh, you could hear the audio on scrambled channels. Hell yes. So me and my Whoa. brother stuck a VHS tape in our VCR and recorded that Whoa. And for two or three years before it became possible to actually rent this movie consistently, we would just watch Big Trouble in Little China audio. So you made yourself an audio book. Yeah. That
3: yeah. Is... I'm watching my husband fall in love with Dave Callaghan. <laughs> this is wild. It has been a beautiful bromance tonight over dumplings. very, very wild.
0: Oh, yeah. We are also, we've, uh, I uh, I made some homemade crab rangoons. hmm with uh, real crab with meat. With real crab meat delicious. for no good reason. It is for the single worst use of a crab I could think of because you can't Ugh. really taste it.
1: Jessica made a beautiful cucumber salad and some miso butter concoction. It
0: was fucking great. Yeah, Thank oh, you yeah. so much.
3: It's miso butter, chili crisp <laughs> on bread shockingly delicious okay this is what the
1: listeners love this is
0: well the listeners do love hanging out but also the listeners love us getting when we when we get started so we're gonna get started (laughs) with the
1: listeners love when we get started Big trouble in
0: little china (laughs) hello
1: cool j's Uh, okay so
0: as
3: (laughs) he thought that his name was ladies love cool jones
1: (laughs) i did i thought his last name was jones and i thought his mom named him ladies love (laughs)
2: I mean that's not that far off. It's, it's
1: not of... that far off, but it's a little crazy. It's ten percent crazy. Okay,
2: okay, we gotta we gotta <laughs> okay, start. Okay, okay, we gotta okay, start okay, chewing sorry. up this
0: runtime, um, maestro, if you please. Uh, so I guess what we're gonna do, we're starting. We're gonna start at minute forty-seven. Yeah, about yeah. They, okay, so what's in.
2: happening here is they're in a jail. Oh. inside. Okay, okay.
0: We're starting at the very beginning. So this is we're looking at the twentieth century Fox logo.
1: Everyone get to the local.
0: And we're four seconds in, five seconds in, six seconds in. Yeah. All right. We'll do periodic check-ins. I'm holding Jessica's mic now.
2: It's just us now
0: yeah what do you want to say without jessica
2: so this scene was added late in the game is my understanding because there was a concern from the studio that the viewers weren't going to understand some of the logistics and or mythology of the story okay
0: truck can we turn on the subtitles also
4: Okay, so we're doing a little
0: plot plot recap.
4: I like the soundtrack already. These Wait, soundtrack notes.
0: Are, the soundtrack is, is amazing. Right? It was
2: John Carpenter. Yeah. yeah. Um, as usual with his movies. But it's like great because yeah, it's a synth soundtrack, which is always the case with him. But it's also cool because in any other version of this movie made in the eighties, there's like a
3: a Johnny Newsome style
1: gong gong. How yeah. dare you? I was doing Law and Order.
0: This was my this was my true like mind's eye memory was a lot more gongs and shit. So this is already. Cutting into it's my cool. argument, against guess. Because yeah,
3: your brain is racist. Have you considered, Andrew, that maybe you're racist, yeah, not this, this movie?
0: A B problem. I feel like I mean, obviously, I've um, made a bed I don't want to sleep in with. Say, <laughs> arguing for that this is this movie is racist side of things, but
2: <laughs> so here we have our non-understanding white man who needs to be demonstrated. Oh shit. Whoa, lasers. That's straight. just a little taste. Du- guided magic. Listen to this music drop. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my God.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me and Callahan on the couch just grooving.
2: So good, it's yeah. so good. Also, All he's right.
3: driving so fast in a in like a eighteen wheeler truck.
0: Toddie's grooving. We're looking at the Big Trouble Little China logo,
3: and it's not the chop suey font as Andrew. I also first
0: you know. I know. I think my mind, my memory of this is so wildly distorted. But you yeah, you I imagine
3: flower drum song is what you said. Yes.
0: Although I have seen this movie before. I just don't remember it.
3: Again, the case that I'm building is that Andrew is the one who's actually racist.
0: Oh. This is this is a this is where the prosecution are we, becomes. Are we a all defendant. representing yeah. cases here? Is yes, that how yes, this yes, yes.
3: And it turns out Andrew is the one who's on trial. <laughs> oh no. Dave, what's your position?
2: <laughs> My position is that this movie fucking rules I Hell love yeah. how much you love it.
4: This my last is name great. is
2: Callahan. I am Asian. Yes, is, I should mention. He's, yes, he's
3: half Chinese. But do you think the reason you love this movie so much is is that it's the exact combination of the two sides of you?
2: No, because the white side in this movie is a total dipshit. Because that means I I like should, we've been meaning white to side, talk to you about your white side. Actually, the arrests, <laughs> if we can talk about my white <laughs> side.
1: Because that also that reasoning means that I should love like Made in America right. or uh, Jungle Fever. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I liked (laughs) movies with white leads fine, but when I saw this movie, it was like, oh, there's another way. Right, right, right. (laughs) When my brother and I would go home and we would play Big Trouble in Little China after we saw this movie and then listen to it a thousand times, it was always, who's going to get to be Wang and which one of us has to be stuck with Jack?
3: Wow.
0: Okay, so, and Jack is Kurt Russell. Correct. Who's the other character's name again? Wang. Wang You haven't met him yet. Okay. Okay.
3: Oh, wait, you have, because you've seen this movie before, Andrew.
0: I honestly... I I don't remember very much of
3: it. And yet you felt comfortable going to trial?
0: Of course. You know me. I'm a very irresponsible prosecutor. (laughs) I'm
2: going to make the case (laughs) that this movie also has, like, two or three other Asian characters that are among the most iconic Western-produced Asian characters of all time. Right. Agreed. Right. Do we... Oh wait, I I oh did I keep track?
3: Did you start the white man's timer? I didn't. Okay. Oh my god. Well, we're oh. five minutes in. All right. Five oh, so yeah, thirty. Yeah, we're five yeah,
0: fifteen. Yeah. We'll we minute, get time code no, on you, the you screen. We
3: should do a timer for ten minutes.
0: No, no no. I'll just we'll just use the time. We'll code. just
3: constantly check the time code. Well,
2: we oh, should, listener, anyway. you're getting a real
3: window
0: into this the dynamic. I think he might get an alley
2: fight. I'd be very lucky for him. Oh my god. Okay, so we're in Chinatown. Jack is a big rig driver. Should I just be narrating this? I don't yes, know. Sure. Yes. He's a big rig driver. He's the only white guy in this shot. He's the only white guy in the scene. And that's his friend Wang. And he's gambling. This and has-
3: look how at ease he is amongst the Chinese, everyone. He's a friend to the Chinese. <laughs> is this where that trope
1: of having the white guy speak perfect Mandarin to demonstrate how down he is began? Oh, he doesn't do is that, that which is another
3: that reason is- why yeah. this movie is great. Oh, is that yeah. He never tries to speak Chinese. That's incredible. I love this shot. Oh, and also... um,
0: Dog alert. Chickens alert. The chickens (laughs) don't get attached to.
3: (laughs) That's how you know it's authentic, is that there's live chickens.
2: (laughs) It's the next morning. Jack is cleaned up.
3: Look at those old $100 bills. Oh. So this I, is why this movie was so great. Uh yeah. is that look, you know, Wang is Chinese, lives in Chinatown, but he's like completely American. He doesn't speak with an accent. He's just like like a dude. Right. Okay. Here's my here's
0: what oh, where do you get the knife from? That's number number one question. Look, he's it's still a, Chinese,
3: okay? <laughs> and it's a cleaver. It's a
0: cleaver, yeah. <laughs> also, what game were they playing? I got
2: truck says pie Gow. what is pie Gow?
3: pie Gow poker yeah i as a poker player how do you not know pie gal pie gal poker
0: always seemed to me like another thing that was made up by white people that's tr-
2: not true mm. i i don't know the stuff well
3: as you know i'm an enemy of poker so, so.
2: <laughs> Callahan, we got nothing or double wang wants to win his money back he's gonna chop a bottle in half with a cleaver His mind and his spirit were going two different ways.
3: And I believe the beer they're drinking is called Peking Red, which of course I appreciate.
2: Um,
0: Beijing, Beijing beer really is just like the best cheap beer I've ever had.
3: It's like the greatest light beer.
2: Yeah. I think when I saw this scene, I thought that Wang and Jack were the two most beautiful people I'd ever seen on screen.
1: They're pretty captivating. They look they're very cool. Beautiful.
2: He did not cut the bottle in half. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just a poor Chinese boy with such a great accent choice.
1: <laughs> what city are they in?
2: San Francisco Chinatown.
1: Ah, why are they both kind of given like New York newsy?
3: <laughs> I think it's the cadence because it's, it's San Francisco, baby. I feel like
0: here's why. All right, my first nitpick: oh, if boy. he's supposed to be a Bay Area Chinese guy, why isn't he saying the N word all the time? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Andrew, it's early for that. Wow. Andrew, it's this movie, this. this episode is not about your family members. It's about John Carpenterpiece.
0: Just just had one small question. You guys you guys Did can ruminate on that. I've one. picked
2: up girls from everywhere else, but never from China. So we're already smashing stereotypes. <laughs> this is the white man who has no interest in Asian women. <laughs> <laughs> So what we're seeing here is Jack is driving Wang to the airport. He's going to pick up his fiancee, Miao Yin. He's been in love with her for a very long time and she's finally coming to America.
3: And she's the rare Chinese girl with green eyes. That is right.
2: Oh,
3: I have said that earlier.
0: He knows the whole movie backwards and forwards.
3: (laughs) Because he used to watch it audio only.
0: that's okay. right prior to the recording you said you'd seen this movie 300 times does that yeah, yeah. include your audio i think so yeah yeah we should get you like a little mp3 of just the soundtrack so you can like the soundtrack to this
2: mo- oh no no, no the sorry audio, not the, sa- not the, the soundtrack. Audio, yeah. just the audio track i yeah. mean about to get some more really cool asian dudes these glasses are gonna blow your mind
3: <laughs> yes that's very true
0: I mean, this era, this is the best um, Chinese San Francisco fashion era.
2: Yeah. Here we have Kim Cattrall.
4: Oh, yeah, a bunch of toughs. This is
2: this is (laughs) look at that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Look at that shit. The confidence, the confidence required.
3: Kim Cattrall has some of the craziest dialogue in this movie. Yes, I agree with that. the Chinese gangsters
0: just rolled up. Yeah, with the wildest set of eyewear I've ever seen.
3: That you should try to bring back, honestly. Yeah. Well, that is, that is the thing.
2: You I can fre- buy those. I, I found frequently those
0: describe myself as, like, if I were in a movie, I'm just the guy that slides a briefcase of Uzis to Chow Yun-Fat just before getting
2: blown away <laughs> do you,
0: in the third. Do you, you want to
2: know what the deal with those glasses is? <laughs> uh, yeah. Here, I'm going to tell you anyway. Yeah. So those are uh, glasses that uh, it, the indigenous people of Alaska wear to shield their eyes from yeah. like snow blindness
3: whoa truck just looked over and nodded with such pure love
0: and because he's googled it
2: too baby
3: i'm
1: like truck why do you trucks know that?
3: trucks white minute
0: happens in four minutes uh, so I'm chiming oh, he's in gonna he's gonna have a
2: great minute i just want to <laughs> chime in and say i'm also having a romantic bromance hang with the uh, truck and Every, that this, guy might not be asian by the way the i've always wondered that the worst <gasps> that oh, guy
3: yeah, you're right
2: so far, the worst he thing about Southeast this night Asian at best, he's is maybe like me. He's like a halfie. Yeah.
3: He definitely dude, has
4: variation. He
3: definitely has European five o'clock shadow.
4: Well. <laughs> oh, they
3: kidnapped Wang's girl with the green eyes. Yeah, because they're sex traffickers. Everyone in the airport just what? stood and watched.
2: Yeah, it's that's, a
3: common occurrence. That's why Kim Cattrall is there.
2: The sex trafficking is the real reason I haven't showed this movie to my daughter yet. Otherwise, I guess that's pretty real reasonable. close. Yeah.
0: That cuz I was like, should we just have do this with your family and your kids and you're like,
2: she's no. really she's a very <laughs> funny commentator of movies, but this is not the one. What does his jacket say? It says the Dragon Did- of the Blackpool, it's the name of his restaurant, his family restaurant. You that can also buy those. It's so dope.
3: Wait, how much of the stuff do you actually have?
2: I have, at various times in my life, owned most of it. I don't Whoa. currently own that jacket. <laughs> okay, so the Lords of Death, yes, the gang, okay. just drove off with Malian in her trunk. Okay. Jack and Wang are pursuing.
3: And Jack's uh, truck is called the Pork Chop Express.
0: Okay. That was the my other question that I wasn't paying attention.
2: I one time um, was on a live game show on uh-huh. uh, VH1 uh-huh. in front of a live audience, and my wife screamed "Pork Chop Express" at me while I was supposed <laughs> to be answering a trivia question.
3: What what game show?
2: Uh, it was called the World Series of Pop Culture.
0: I lost. Is it because all the questions weren't about Big Trouble in Little China? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: The only pop culture i care about
0: i i mean i i this is just like 80s filmmaking but it is also just the like all the background actors look like normal people and it feels crazy mm-hmm.
3: i love all the little details like look at the red like tassel that's hanging on egg Shen's walkie-talkie you know
0: Okay, wait, and who is, this is Egg Shen, this who, is he was? The, Wong. He
3: was the guy who was being interviewed in the beginning by the disbelieving oh, white man right. who was like, tell me again this crazy thing that happened and this is, we're in the story of him telling what happened. He's Got basically
2: it. playing the same role he plays in every single movie, which is, seems like a kooky old man, but actually has a wide world of mystery behind him. Oh.
0: I guess that's the my best case future, is like having a little bit of magic, even though I seem like a lunatic when I'm old.
1: See, pork chop
0: express, (laughs) Jessica. How do you not have that? I know, I know. Oh,
3: Jessica, who loves this movie and loves things to do with pigs. Yeah,
0: have we talked about? Like
3: my hand has hovered over the add to cart button many times with the pork chop express.
0: (laughs) We just... I just can't understand, because you have a car, and the side <laughs> of it is remarkably on un- pork Chop Express.
3: <laughs> I'm going to get my car wrapped with Pork Chop Express. <laughs>
2: okay, so this is the point in the movie where you realize that we are in some shit. Okay. We've driven off of the streets of San Francisco Chinatown onto the back lot of the Fox uh, studio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, if you listen, you can hear writers striking for cable residuals. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: so amazing. Uh,
0: did it time check?
2: This is such awesome timing.
0: Time. Check. Oh my well, gosh. So, awesome. right, hey, do it minute. Okay, it is white man minute time, and truck, your time starts now.
4: Yeah, Resident white man. Uh, I'm just loving every second of this. I'm loving sharing this moment with David. This is incredible. Um, this I'd promise. like to point out that's Al uh, Leong yes. uh, otherwise known as Genghis Khan from Bill and Ted.
3: You're kind of just letting White Man Minute blaze by. Not,
4: I mean this I'm is just, the best scene this, in the movie. The beauty of the White Man Minute is that I can do whatever I want in that minute.
1: Oh my God. No, the White Man Minute is a responsibility.
4: It's true. 24 seconds. The only thing I really have to add at this moment is that the the Chinese translation or the Chinese characters they show in the beginning of the movie translates to demons make a big scene in Chinatown. So that's Amazing. the, that, that's the translation of the, the title of this movie, which I love. Whoa. White man minute out. Oh my God. Well done. All
0: right. Truck, so- truck has earned himself two extra seconds for his next white man minute.
2: Um, The amount of gunfire that just went off. This also blew my mind as a kid. I had never seen anything that combined Western gunfire with, you can't see it now, but a lot of these guys are also wielding traditional Chinese blade weapons and or staffs. So the combination is really excellent. You're going to see it in a minute.
3: It's nice because it's a mix of like machine guns, but then yeah. like Tommy guns, and then one guy yeah. just has yeah. like a right. like a Glock.
2: Yeah, and there's a <laughs> white guy on one of these teams too, which is exciting for truck. Oh, <laughs> you'll see him in a minute, and for half of you.
0: <laughs> okay, so we got two gangs. Is it just rival two? gangs? Okay, love and love shot
3: up a funeral procession.
0: Yep. Yeah, the, the preceding scene of gunfire is truly wild. Oh,
2: Chinese standoff.
3: Yeah. Again, excellent music. So tense. <laughs> I was
0: hoping a little bit for him just to say it's so, a regular standoff.
2: The first thing I ever made in Hollywood was a short film with Al Young Mm -hmm. um, where he played me. Okay, And it it was in between setups, I would just show him his movies (laughs) and he would walk me through them. So it was like a live
4: commentary track and it was
2: awesome. He hasn't watched a lot of them, but he's he's a very legendary stuntman who ended up in a lot of these movies and he's a very cool guy.
3: What do you say to that, Andrew? Rebuttal.
0: Uh, this is that's that's dope, Doug.
3: <laughs> You're not <laughs> really building your case right now. I'm just waiting
0: to. I listen. I only have a small leg to sand on at a few junctures, and so I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my <laughs> my evidence has not appeared on screen yet. <laughs> and the two the two things uh, thus far that I thought might be evidence have been factually incorrect on my part.
2: <laughs> so this is
0: sort of um. Uh, I guess in trial parlance, uh I didn't do my discovery
2: at all. I can't believe we're still doing the trial thing. <laughs> so what happened here is they yeah. all did machine gun stuff. And then there was an ag- That was the white guy. And then there was an agreement. <laughs> okay, we're done with machine gun stuff. Everyone get out your melee weapons. We're going at it. There's a huge fight in the middle of the street. Jack and Wang are still in the truck watching all of this. What, okay, What is the little the hand Chang symbol doing the hand gesture?
4: That's the Changsing hand mm-hmm. like, salute. Okay, wow. so they're throwing gang
0: signs and then, goddamn. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, right? Now, one whoa. of the three
3: storms has arrived. This fucking Holy seagrass shit. hat is everything. Yes. <laughs> we could really use hats like this on the picket line. That hat is a hamper.
2: Wait, <laughs> let's just let her enjoy this moment. <laughs>
0: I think what I'm loving is Almost every question I have Regrettably Is a question that Kurt Russell Then asks on screen Why Probably are You Seconds later You're the
3: Kurt Russell I,
0: I think i realized realizing Yeah something very alarming Which is I I might be the Kurt Russell Of this
4: movie This is the to.